listening to Daily Insights on the 3ABN radio network. And here is your host, Casey Butler. Welcome. I am delighted to be able to spend this time with you and I hope it adds a touch of inspiration to your day. I would like to share with you a couple of poems today by Robert Hare. Robert Hare was from a family who was the first Seventh-day Adventist family in New Zealand. He was a preacher and he did mission work in New Zealand and in Australia in the late 1800s and the early 1900s. And he also was a poet and his first poem he published when he was 21 and it was published in a newspaper in Auckland in 1875. And I would like to share it with you. It's called Lean Hard. Often the heart is weary, the spirit crushed and low. Often the way is dreary, we feel compelled to go. Often our footsteps falter, overcome by crowding fears. Earth's fickle friendships alter and pave life's path with tears. But through them comes a calling, by silent grief overheard, like angel voices falling. Lean, weary child, lean hard. So it's just a short poem, but I believe it has a powerful message. When we have those challenging experiences of life, the times when we feel like it's all too much and we just can't go on and we feel weary and worn, there is a calling to lean hard on a power that is greater than our own. And you know, this reminds me of a text in Isaiah, uh, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 through to 31 says, Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And so when there are times in our lives where we just feel like we can't go on, it's too much for us, things happen, and we just can't handle it, we have this promise in the Bible calling us to depend on God and lean on Him, and He will give us strength that we do not have. And I want to share with you now a song about this. It's called Wings as Eagles, and no doubt the composer of the piece had this promise from the Bible in mind. So I hope you're encouraged as you listen to it now. When the place lies before me, and the wind is blowing strong, and the witnesses around me, and my strength is almost
Doesn't it give you so much courage to think that God wants to help us when we're in trouble or going through or having a tough time? I just find that so inspiring. And it reminds me of this next piece that I want to share with you called In Heaven's Eyes. It, the chorus of this piece says, In heaven's eyes there are no losers. In heaven's highs, no hopeless cause. Only people like you with feelings like me amazed by the grace we find in heaven's eyes god doesn't want to put us down or anything if we're in trouble he just wants to be there for us and be our strength so i hope you are inspired by the words in this next song a fervent prayer rose up to heaven a fragile Hey 
You know, sometimes we might wonder why things happen the way they do, you know, when life doesn't seem to go as planned and it's like everything's falling apart around us. And I'd like to share with you a second of Robert Hare's poems now, which sort of hints on an answer to that question. It's called Life's Crooked Things. And he writes... Some things in life are very strange, at least that's how they seem. They meet us often unawares, just like a romance dream. But two and two make four, you know, when added on the slate, and just as true, life's crooked things are sent to keep us straight. Why should these crooked things conspire to strike discordant keys that leave us pensive in the shade or weeping on our knees? Their jargon rings in every song, their minors touch our life and make the peaceful calm we love a troubled scene of strife. In heaven's own light, our gain and lost adjusted will appear. A halo round its cross will shine and o'er its pain and fear, resplendent in a deathless gleam, and far above all hate, we'll read, The crooked things of life were sent to keep us straight. And that is a powerful message, isn't it? So often the the things that challenge us most actually highlight some of the, the roughness in our characters and and show us and help us become aware of the things we need to improve on or even just in help us to stay where we need to be in relation to God and heading in the direction that he would have us to go. 
So that's that's a powerful message to keep in mind. The crooked things of life were sent to keep us straight. So I want to share with you now another song and it's kind of running along this theme. It's called The Refiner's Fire and it's sung by Christian Berdahl. There burns a fire of sacred heat White hot with holy flame And all who dare pass through its blaze Will not emerge the same Some as bronze and some as silver Some as gold Then with great skill All are hammered by their sufferings On the anvil of His will The his touch to crave the fire's embrace for though my past with sin was etched his mercies did erase each time his purging cleanses deeper I'm not sure that I'll survive yet the strength You know, the thought that 
trials and hard things in life can be used to accomplish a greater purpose gives a lot more encouragement to us when we're in the midst of challenging circumstances. And it's interesting when you read in First Peter, it says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. And I guess that that aspect is something that can give us joy in trials, knowing that it can accomplish something in our hearts, or at least trials can be used to accomplish something in our hearts in terms of um, refining our characters for to be more like Jesus. And I want to share also a quote written by Ellen White in the book Six Testimonies, page 365. It says, All trials that are received as educators will produce joy. And that's profound, isn't it? When we can look on a trial and see that actually I can learn something from this and this is going to help me, that through that trial we are then able to experience joy. And this is something that I think is a tremendous advantage to us as Christians when we go throughout life that we can have this joy in the midst of trials. The next song I want to share with you, which is called Rejoice in the Lord, is all about this this very thing about rejoicing in the Lord in the midst of trials because of what he can do through those trials for us and for his glory.
you know, sometimes this idea of rejoicing in trials can seem all right in theory, but to put it in practice can be another story. You know, you, you can be in the midst of it and you think, oh, but it's so hard to be positive, so hard to um, think about the benefits that might be coming out of this difficult experience. And that's true. It can be definitely hard. But I want to suggest something that may even help, and that is to sing. Now you might think, whoa, it's hard enough being positive and now you're telling me to sing. But it's actually amazing what it can do for you because the very action of singing and praising God in the midst of, you know, when you're feeling completely in the dumps or something like that can actually help to lift up your own spirit to a more positive um, frame. And there's actually, you know, there's examples in the Bible where this was done. Um, when Paul and Silas were in prison, it says in Acts chapter 16, verse 25, that at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. And so here they were in prison, you know, probably suffering and in, you know, uncomfortable position or something. And yet they decided they were going to pray and sing praises to God despite all of that. So you should try it sometime. It might surprise you the difference that it could make for you. That's actually what our next song is about. It's called God Wants to Hear You Sing, and it's sung by Laura Williams. Their chains were fastened tight Down at the jail that night Still Paul and Silas would not be dismayed They said it's time to lift our Praises to the Lord Let's prove that we can trust Him Come what may God wants to hear you sing When the waves are crashing around you When the fiery darts surround you When despair is all you see God wants to hear Circumstances as hopeless as can be. That's when God wants to hear you sing. He loves to hear our praise on our cheerful days when the pleasant times outweigh the Suffering comes along 
Well, that brings us to the end of our program today and I hope that you have been encouraged that no matter what life throws at you with God's strength and help you are able to to face it and be encouraged through it and even sing in it until next time I am Casey Butler and may God bless you You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Radio.